season 2022. Season 2022. It's our fourth season of uh, Room and Dome Love Sleeves podcast. I didn't know we'd done four. Yeah. I guess it's been so inconsistent. Yeah. It's like the amount of episodes <laughs> doesn't align so much with the seasons that have taken place. Yeah. So um, welcome back to the podcast with um, Aaron and um, <laughs> this is Rose. And it's good to be back talking, talking footy stuff. Yeah. Round one, we've been organised. We, we have been organised. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, you, if you're new to the podcast, um, that's extremely unlikely. unlikely. <laughs> anyway, so I'll just you're go straight into it. hundreds of new listeners every week. Um, we're watching, you've joined us for the second half of the Hawthorne North Melbourne game. Round one, Sunday Arvo match. It's been an absolute cracker so far. Well, yeah, because we originally weren't going to do this match. We yeah. were going to do the, the afternoon slot of Crows Fremantle. But Aaron texted me, urgent, it's a cracker. <laughs> Come over early to record. Also, I just like, something in me, I really just find North Melbourne so likeable. I know, and well, I say something in me, like, I know it's because they're the underdog. Yeah, yeah, it's easy to like a team that's been terrible for so long. Yeah. Um, they're currently up by a point at the beginning of the third quarter. Yeah, Hawthorne just... Oh, no, they only got one quick goal there. Um, but, yeah, it's been very enjoyable. But do you know what? Like, if you think about it... Because I've been thinking about this a lot recently. It's like, you know when... Um, it's not that I want to change the team I support. Because, like, you can't... It's like, you can't do that, right? But it's like... Oh, well, I know... You know more the More than anyone yeah. over the last few years. <laughs> but it's like, you're wedded to the thing that you are. So it's like... I've been thinking about it. Because, like, if you're in, like, a band, you're like, well, this is... You, and you're like, we play you're in a country band. But then you go to see like a rock band and you're like, wow, that seems hell fun. Mm. I want to be in a rock band, but it's like you're 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 in the country band. Like you like country music and like that's a band. Unless you're Bob Dylan. Oh well, yeah, but in this situation you're not. <laughs> in this hypothetical you're me. <laughs> um, so you can't just change, but it seems alluring, and that's how I feel about watching other teams. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, God, yeah. it would be fun to support you, but I just like North Melbourne. I'd love to support North Melbourne. Yeah, they just have a lot of local players. Simpkin That's is, how I Simpkin feel is about, so um, likable as the a captain. Sydney Swans. I just really like the way they go about it, and I've never had a problem with them mm. even when they were very successful, which I feel is the barometer. Yeah. If North Melbourne become a dominant team and you still like them, then you like North Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. See, when you said I really like Sydney, like a flicker flared in my chest that was like a growl. <laughs> so it tells me, without knowing how to articulate why I don't feel the same way about Sydney, I don't feel the same way about Sydney. Yeah. But I feel that way about Carlton. I'm happy for Carlton having success. Not for me. Not for, well, that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, that's your ancient rival. Um, Melbourne, I've always felt that way about Melbourne, but like that's over. I mean, it's not over now, but like I don't need to fight for them anymore because like, <laughs> you know they've got it. Uh, and North, that's probably I like it. and Saints and Saints. I like Saints. Saints for me, it's just still the era of them being sexual deviance yeah of course in the, yeah the 2010s that hasn't let me overcome yeah and do you know what that's actually a perfect segue because we're we're five days into round one mm-hmm. and i'm just sick of the aflm media bullshit already jordan degoey jordan degoey tom morris just all this fucking shit is because so i don't really i have to admit i don't watch aflw which is bad of me um but a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people I follow on Twitter do. So I feel like I hear a lot of the like AFLW discourse, right? And it's just like so wholesome. Mm. And then like first week back into AFLM, it's like fucking coach 
you know, has a, in, you know, whatever, they're having that Luke Bevo, Tom Morris thing, and then the Tom Morris sexual harassment thing, and then all the, like, male players, all the male media figures, like, not saying anything about Tom Morris, and it's, like, a chapter of the boys' club, and then just, like, Jordan Degoy's getting celebrated, and, like, fucking Wayne Carey's on the radio, and I'm just, like, it's just, like, there's so much drama, there's so much drama. And Jordan Degoy didn't even get booed barely, which I was really surprised by. Yeah, and they, at the end of I the game, they, they had a highlights package as player of the game. I was like, you're actually taking the piss. Because I feel like over the over the summer break of football, you like kind of forget how bad it is, and then first round back, it's especially like, these people, they're so disconnected. Because like, all the chatter about AF, when you're not having the constant like media input, right? Mm. The conversations that we have are so different to the conversations that they have. Yeah. It's like they're talking about different players. And then when, you, when they come back, after you know not hearing them for months you're like what the fuck are you even saying yeah and even like um nathan buckley just being on fox yeah like holding people accountable for bad actions same as eddie mcguire still works at fox footy um those are the three like including john degoey i know the most about because they all come from collingwood or are still affiliated with the club and it's just a joke that people try and protect these well, more often than not, men from their actions because saying that it will ruin their lives and one oh, mistake doesn't. It, it's like they're all, no probably, ma- ruined, they're all yeah. probably making more money than they were last year or the year before. So yeah, that's like the great lie of cancel culture. It's like no one has ever, like, yeah. Anyway, mm. oh, and now Hawthorne have just got what two quick goals, and it is bizarre as well because AFLW, you know. It's so they different. They train at the same places and like oh, I use think the same facilities a lot of the time and things. I think but they use more like community ovals and stuff though. Yeah. But it's just like, it's just like the, the, but, you the know, universes. There's a lot of interaction between yeah, the male and female is. teams, which is just bizarre that the universes are they so are polar even putting up with each yeah. other as well. Yeah. But you know what? Actually, the one shining light is Ben Brown. <laughs> I didn't bring that up to, to bring Ben Brown into it, but like you, you've got to point it, you know, you've got to give him his due. He's like the AFLM, AFLW Melbourne coach. Is he? Or he's like a player mentor. He's like one of the coaching staff. I think Jordan Ruffhead's um. Oh yeah, he seems nice. He, he seems, seems nice. like he's got his head screwed on. Who do you think's the nicest player from each team? Um, well, I mean Ben Brown obviously, I think, is from Melbourne. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause this conversation and think about it over the week. And I reckon about next Collingwood. Week. I think Brody or Darcy. I'm sure there are many more, but those are just the two that I follow on Instagram. And, <laughs> and they seem nice. <laughs> I'm okay with the content they're putting forward. So, huh. oh, Mason Cox actually, I think would probably be. I don't know. He's American Yeah, I know, but that's why I'm so proud of him oh. because he's overcome his circumstances to <laughs> circumstances of being American yeah <laughs> that's fair and he's very intelligent and well put together and mm. he does heaps of community work around Australia in the off season really? with his partner who's um, a Collingwood Magpies netballer oh really that's um, nice speaking of Mason Cox actually I don't, we can't brush over sorry we can't you're right what has taken place is the the glasses the blind man <laughs> sitting by the MCG and crying what's, um, the, what's the Collingwood um, like home like the Collingwood equivalent of Hunt Road uh, Victoria Park he's the blind man of Victoria Park yeah, yeah. <laughs> he um also when I went to Google um, there was a really good 
goal we established like a few bounces. I went to Google. There was a Mick McGlon, um Collingwood goal in the nineties with seven bounces, and then he oh. got a goal. But as I typed in Collingwood player, I couldn't remember his name. So I was going to like bounces goal. First suggestion was yeah. glasses. So already <laughs> a lot of people. He's really carving out a true niche for himself. Was it you that said it was pure meme content at this yeah, stage? Yeah, I 100% it's pure meme content. Like, no, like, everything about it is just, it's pure gold for the comedy creators. And he was already such an unusual looking yeah, exactly. guy. And That's now... what I mean. It's like, you Mason Cox, who is the, the birth of a thousand memes, you add, <laughs> you add on this now, this crazy, like, comedic site, you know, accessory. It's just it's too good to be true. Uh, um, I just noticed while you were talking before. On the other, wait, on the other end of the spectrum though, Paddy McCartan, whose career has almost yeah. ended a hundred times because of concussion, is not wearing a helmet. That's fucking crazy. That's just, that's just, he's gonna... Learn from Brad Ebert. Yeah. Brad Ebert didn't sacrifice his brain cells for you to learn nothing, Paddy McCartan. Yeah. And also, Paddy McCartan went on Dylan Friends last year and like talked about his concussion, so it's not like, it's like a huge part of his identity. That was and, his whole thing. He talked to the whole episode about his concussion. And I don't wish it for him, but yeah. it's, you know, one more concussion his career ends is kind of the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. All it right. could very easily happen. Sorry, so, I can't what you were going to say. Um, I, I can't remember. Oh, no. It's okay. It'll come back to me. The guilt. Kangaroos are lining up for a, um, a free after a good holding the ball chapel. Um, oh, that's what it was, because there he is on screen. Chad Wingard, wearing long sleeves. As, as soon as Alistair Clarkson's gone, as, yeah, it's so <laughs> oh, it looks so true. warm, and it's just he's I hadn't been itching for years. I hadn't thought about that, but I do have to say that Chad Wingard becomes more of a flog as the years go on. Absolutely, and I don't think he's got—is it the bleached blonde he's hair? Got, he's got yeah, blonde, but it's not even like the—it's like blonde tips. It's like a cheese. Someone called it a cheese top or something. Maybe I made that up. <laughs> I don't know. But it's I'm conflicted because he's the first long sleeve sighting of the year so far. Has been a very warm week mm-hmm. for round one. Um, oh, I'm trying to think if I saw any others. Is that Horn Smith? Oh my god! What's the story of Horn Smith? Oh, Rose, I I was he- because now I say this with all the love of my heart. I know at times you like to take an alternative view on things. Okay. So I didn't want to come in here and be so like I love Horn Smith because I didn't want that to make you feel like you want to be. I don't know anything about the man. He's just he's the he's the first he's the first North Melbourne number one pick ever, and he's just like oh. having an amazing game so far. And like some might say a legend is Horn. Oh, Horn's Francis. I keep saying Horn Smith. Why is because that? that felt? It, it feels right, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't know, but it's Horn Francis. Um, but he's finally on it. Is that what? (laughs) One of the reasons Erin wanted me to come over was because she had an amazing pun um, to name the episode and that was it. And that was it, yeah. (laughs) Well done. I hope you're happy with yourself. But he's killing it and he kicked a great goal and his mum was in the crowd crying. Yeah. Yeah, I did see the the mum crying but I didn't know what it was about. There's, yeah, the story's just like, he's just a kid who's, you know, was first pick and here he is now playing. Like, it's happened to hundreds <laughs> of people before, but it's just, I think it's just exciting for North to have, like, a, a legend. Yeah, I agree. Um, but they're getting, like, the commentary are like, oh, we can't wait to watch this kid for decades to come, and it's like, let's not overwhelm <laughs> the pressure on him. Um, I do really like how many of the um, first year players are actually being played. Yes. Because it is 
it has been the fashion to sort of keep them hidden away well, for a little while. Um, what's Jamara's last name again? Jamara Ubel Hayden. That's definitely not it. What? The the Bulldogs first round pick from last year. He's still he was number know. one. He still I think he's only played like one let me Google it. Is he his tall first name's though, Jamara? Because the tall ones. No, I don't think he's tall. But it's just like obviously he's trying to break into the Bulldogs team. But he was yeah. the first round he was the first pick, so it's like why do you need him? Let someone else have him. Jamara yeah, Ubel Hagen. So many it. midfielders and He's not a hell of a lot else going on. Sorry, he was first pick in 2020 draft. Oh yeah, so last year was his first year. Do you know what was such... Sorry, I just saw Nathan Buckley was in an article about Jamara Ubel-Hagen. Um, they really shouldn't have... I know we talked about this the other night. But like Nathan Buckley's first you know, debut as a Fox footy commentator and he's like interviewing the Collingwood players after their win. It's like, yeah. you sh- they can't have that. Like that's such <laughs> conflict of interest. Such a conflict of interest, but also just like, I don't know. Come on, Kangas. Well, we were watching it on mute, so I don't know how. Just by principle, you was, shouldn't but have On that, principle, you know? absolutely not. Um, another man who we strongly dislike, Ross Lyon, was on mm. the radio as I was coming here. And he is so boring to listen to. It's He's so smug. He's so smug in the sense yeah. that he's talking as if he's talking to people who, who he can't even be bothered yeah. to engage with and like, are stupid. Yeah. And he is... Don't ask yeah. me to explain this to you. Yeah, yeah. but it's, yeah. he's not even saying anything difficult oh, to understand at the same time. Um, monotone. Yeah. Just a classic example of being completely undeserving of the job. And yes. Yeah. I also can't see him being a very inspiring coach because like, he's not the best orator, as you pointed out. Yeah. Oh, come on, Kate. I really want the Roos to win and they had such a good first half and they've just kind of stalled a bit here in this Yeah, so they're two goals behind, but it's not particularly high scoring. So. No. Speaking of not particularly high scoring, I don't know, did you see any of the Port Brisbane game last night? I did, yes, because I was procrastinating. Right. And of I... course, like, similar to watching shows versus a movie, like, you'd be like, one more quarter. Yeah. One more quarter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you've watched three games in one night. Yeah. When you may as well sat down and watched a movie, got away with Um I was not unhappy with it because I was kind of just... I think Brisbane are ports like White Whale, especially at the Gather. And so the fact that we didn't... It wasn't like a huge blowout. It was that, a big improvement. It was a big improvement. Yeah. And it was like, that was my worry. But the fucking injuries. Aaliyah Aaliyah out for 10 to 12 weeks. Done a synesmosis or whatever. Oh shit. They think Trent McKenzie's done his ACL and Dersma's broken his collarbone. I saw the Dersma one. I saw the Aaliyah Aaliyah one, but it was sort of underplayed. Well, he played the rest of the game. And yeah. he got back up. Uh, that was when he fell over. Yeah. yeah. And then he got back up and had to. I didn't realise that he defending. was like going to be out at all. They just said it before in the half time, like news update. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, but Trent McKenzie in combination with Aaliyah Lear is yeah. obviously a really big problem because it's two big defenders. Fuck. Um, Fuck. We've still got TJ. TJ and Tommy Cleary, but I don't know, like the, the height on both of those. i throw Todd Marshall in defence. I mean, we've, but we've got no Dixon. And fuck, oh, this is what I really want to talk about. So, oh my what, god, Jeremy Finlayson yes, is that's on your team, <laughs> the original villain! That's, what, that's literally what I was about to bring up. If anyone's a long-time, extremely dedicated, like, extremely dedicated <laughs> fan of the pod, you'll know that in the first ever episode we did, our first pod adversary was Jeremy Finlayson because we thought he looks like his name should be Alex and not Jeremy. And I think there was another reason why he was annoying us during that game. 
I think he we wanted SM to win and he I don't know, I can't remember. But anyway, he was probably just playing well. He's probably just playing well. He's one of those annoying players you forget about and then end yeah. up kicking three goals. But every since time. then I have like no relationship to him except for the fact that we hated him on the podcast episode. So now for years I've been like, I can't stand that guy. Well I'm also, I'm exaggerating. In the, I, I don't preliminary final against GWS, he pushed Brody Grundy eh Brody Grundy in the Brody goal Brody. square in a rut contest. Free kick didn't get paid. He goes on to kick the goal immediately. Right. Brody Grundy splayed on the turf, no. bleeding from oh, he's ripped him. <laughs> from the arse. <laughs> we lose by less than a goal. Right. Okay. So there was there Alex is very strikes again. Anyway, so now fucking Alex Finlayson. This is the this is the fucking circle of life. Sometimes things just come back to haunt you. And now Finlayson fucking plays for Paul, and I'm supposed to be rooting for him. And he he did really not a very good job last night. And like he's, I mean, I know like he's trying to step into Charlie Dixon's role, which is very hard to do because Charlie is such a like commanding physical presence. Mm. But I was like, don't ask me to fucking root for this guy. Not only that, they're calling him Jezza and asking me to like <laughs> find that acceptable. Oh. Anyway, I just wanted to. I just wanted to get that out. Yeah. I didn't really the only thing worse out. than him being called Jeremy is having spin-offs of Jeremy. <laughs> and it be Jezza. And it should be clearly Alex in the first place. He's such an Alex. Why does everyone see it? I was really surprised this round, the Essendon-Geelong game. Oh, I took Essendon. As did you As guys did saw. I. Yeah. Yeah. And um, even when I saw Jake String was out, I was like, nah, I'm going to stick with that. Well, Essendon were really... I wasn't going to tip them, but then I thought, oh, actually... At the end of last year, they really started surging. They ended up winning so many of their last half of the season games. They were in the A, yes. and they started off really poorly. And had heaps of young guns. There was a Geelong, good, there was an upwards momentum about them at the end of last absolutely. year. Absolutely, and Geelong the opposite. And also, it's just when you're also old. When are you going to get tired? <laughs> that's, that's what I thought. I'm sick of waiting. It was a combination of the fact that you're like there's an upwards momentum about Essendon plus. How the fuck can the same five players still be... It's I mean, the same team players. that beat Collingwood in the 2011 Grand Final. Which is so crazy. It's actually... It's, it's ridiculous. It's actually crazy. I feel like Pendlebury's the only one left from that. Oh, well, and Pendlebury's, like, playing shit for the last five years. How dare so. you? He's doing the kickouts now. Yeah, he's... because he can't run. No, uh, he can run. Well, they, they've got to put him at the kickouts because he can't. Anyway. So we've got a young, inexperienced defence. Now that Rupp heads out, I think that would play a big role. He's um, taking on probably similar. He's like Shane Mumford. A hodge of sorts. It's Shane Mumford, where it's like you're 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 like effectively retired because you're not doing very well, but we keep you on the playing list. He kept Benoit set up all these goals and had a great game. <laughs> I didn't see any of that at all. And Shane Mumford was so retired that he got filmed doing coke in the back seat <laughs> of the car, just completely no fucks given. I'm out of here, and then got rehired. Oh, what's this question? I think it's a North free in front of goal. But it, oh, I thought they were going to give it advantage for goal. I really want North to win. I've cooked it so bad with my tips so far this year. Uh, so our ticket oh. competition has... So season 2020, we did... There was four of us. Yes. Season 2021, we expanded to eight of us. Mm-hmm. And now our tipping competition is up to like 15. And I'm finding... No, there's only 10 of us, I think. Oh, what? Yeah, there's not that many. I thought there were heaps. But we added, like, four more people. And I thought to myself, I really regret naming myself Rangabout. Because <laughs> there's all these strangers on here. <laughs> Actually, it's funny you say that, because we when we were out last night, someone, we were checking the ladder of the tips. And Connor yeah. was like, who's Ragger? <laughs> I was like, obviously Rose. 
Um, but anyway, and I was like, so I thought, you know, there's a greater pack. You've got to distinguish yourself early. Mm-hmm. Try to differentiate differentiate my, myself by doing a few tips that I was like, well, this is a bit of a gamble. And I was like zero for four instantly. Yeah. And so then I, I had to go back in and change some of my last round tips. But I today I think I stuck with, like I changed from Giants to Sydney and Port to Brisbane. So I got those two. But then today I've tipped North, Crows and um, Suns. So I could be... I could well, be Suns at a are a chance though. because the, I think Suns have to win because the most famous West Coast players all aren't playing, and like, every single one of yeah, them. Yeah, and West Coast has like truly fallen apart. Elliot Yo, I like this guy by the way, Aaron Hall. Yeah, he's got good energy. I think, oh, I think he's an old. Um, I think it's him that's a Tassie local. I think that's his right. first game yeah. was in Launceston. It was everyone loving it, including me. <laughs> um... I wonder if he's got a real thick Tassie accent. But you know, speaking of the tipping competition... There he is, there's Horn Smith. A lot of people have picked a lot of upsets this week. I take it Horn as a personal offence. Sorry, I'm just talking <laughs> over you. I said Horn Smith again. It's okay. Go on. I don't think you're going to be... It's not that interesting. Go on, no, no. But I took it as a personal offence. Rose, everything you say is interesting. I'm just saying, <laughs> you've got my full undivided attention. Please go on. Yeah. You know, a lot of people went out and picked upsets. Round one, great time to do it. Every game's kind of... a 50-50-60-40 scenario. Mm-hmm. Nobody tipped Collingwood except for me. More people have tipped North Melbourne and Gold Coast and Essendon than they have tipped Collingwood. Yeah, but that's because, and I, again... It's just rude. But, but no one's going to... They don't have the North Melbourne. I'd love to see those guys get up. You know, and you can understand that, Rose. Yeah. But Gold no one, if you're not, if you don't have a pre-existing relationship with Collingwood, no one like is like I love to see them get up as a surprise. <laughs> like you're not like rooting for the good guys. It's like fucking racist and sexual assaulters out there. Like nah, I mean that's I, allegedly. We've cleared um, out the racist. Well, so we only hate women now. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we well, have the, fun the here. Publicly racist, or yeah. at least as far as we know. Come on, kangaroos. Would you do you feel like you should say ruse or kangas? Um, Saying kangas sounds really like two thousands to me. Yeah. It feels really like um it's the ick. I'm giving myself the ick by saying kangas. I've never thought about it. I believe I just called them north a lot, which Which that not, was a marketing change. That was a marketing game. change like ten years ago. They ditched they dropped because the, they used to be kangaroos. And now they're okay. North Melbourne. Yeah. Like they were always North Melbourne kangaroos, but it used to be like they would go by kangaroos. Mm-hmm. I think they also found it. Isn't it? Don't you think seeing Sam Mitchell in the like coaching gear looks like you're looking at a little kid like dressing up in his dad's? I hate Sam Mitchell. Can you explain why? I don't. I'm, yes. I'm just. I'm prompting you. As He's co- from the old Hawthorne firm, which immediately makes him very yeah. unlikable. Um, but he used to be really dirty as well. Right, and, and he, he would often like. Um, there was something he did like late in his career when he wasn't as fast. He just started kneeing players, mm. and he did it like a few weeks in a row. Oh, and great! And didn't get recorded for any of it because it was an accident. Then he did it again the next week, mm. similar to Toby Green being like, "Oh, how did this yes. happen?" And then yeah. completely repeating. And do you know what? Behavior. Do you know what I like? It's fine to be a dirty player, but if you're a dirty player who like Sam Mitchell has the like golden boy facade, yeah, that's that's what I can't I can't condone. Be dirty yeah. and own it. Don't be like, oh, but I'm I'm daddy's little boy. I would never <laughs> need someone in the back. And even, I feel like Toby Green is dirty in a really underhanded way. It's not in a 
actual yeah. tossily way. It's like a really like but snide. I do feel like at least with him, it's like oh, you know, Toby. I mean, like absolutely not condoning Toby Green's conduct here, but he he doesn't like pretend. He's like he's like culturally as he's like a ragamuffin. He doesn't pretend to be this like stand up guy. Yeah, um, but ragamuffin is a fun word. Yeah, that I would even go so far as to describe myself. <laughs> so. That was like, who is that 22 for North? Todd Goldstein. Oh, of course. I didn't realise how old he was. Yeah. He's older than... He's been around a long time. Yeah. He's the Mumford of Melbourne. So, there's seven points in it with 30 seconds to go in the third. I reckon North get up. I'm standing by my tip. It could really, it really could go out of the way. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's what we like about football. (laughs) I thought that it wasn't... It was odd... A lot of the commentary in the first half was centred around how surprised they were that it was a good contest. Yeah, I thought that too. But it's like when two bad teams play each other, it's a great contest. Yeah, but also Dermot, I think it's Dermot, said like, you know, most pundits think these two are, you know, going to be bottom four, bottom six. It's like, whether or not that's true, like, you can't, let's like generalise that everyone thinks these two are going to end. Like, that's your opinion. <laughs> you can't be like, everyone expects these guys to be bottom four. Like, no, you expect everyone to be bottom four. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Oh, we should do a predicted ladder for the year. Okay. We'll do that. So. Yes. It's it's not entirely what we'd call a pre-season ladder because we the first round is almost over. But who's your bet for top? Mm. Geelong. Really? Mm-hmm. Nah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Is this well? I just think their home ground advantage is. How do we do massive. it last year? Do we do a collaboration? How do we just? How do we? How do we agree on literally anything in long enough? To... I think it was part compromise, and ultimately you overrode some of the decisions. Well, I was typing, so that yeah. Makes... So you're typing this year, so now it's even. All right, Geelong. Well, I feel like Geelong <laughs> because it's, as you pointed out, they're so old. They might tie before the season's end. Yeah, that's true. But I don't understand why when people talk about that, they expect that from young teams rather than old teams. Which I like. Yeah. I it's think like it's not the hardened bodies. Yeah. And, yeah. Right, we'll just, I'll just put them there and we can move them okay. as we go down the teams. Okay. I think it's hard to say Melbourne won't be top two. Alright, Melbourne second. Yeah. Done. Dunzel Washington. Mm-hmm. Third. Third? Hollywood. I think Brisbane. I don't think Brisbane are going to be top four. I think they'll be top eight. They didn't look very good last night. They didn't, did they? They should have really, like, if it was any other year, they would have smashed four at home. Mm. So. Okay, let's put Brisbane maybe sixth. Okay. No, let's put Brisbane fifth. What about Bulldogs? What do you think is going to happen to Bulldogs this year? Sixth? Well, then who's third, fourth, and fifth? No, who's third and fourth? Let's put our teams third and fourth. <laughs> I don't think Porto are going to be top four this year. Oh, well, who would you put in the top four instead? Um, probably Bulldogs, to be honest, but... Oh, okay. Alright, I'll put Bulldogs. You seriously think Collingwood's going to be in the top four? Third. Are you just saying that, or do you seriously Collingwood think that? Collingwood fourth. We're, like, already fourth on the ladder. And... Half the teams haven't played yet. <laughs> Port sixth. Does that feel good? Yeah, that feels good. Well, then where's Brisbane? Fifth. Oh. 
seven. Why are the teams on there? Sydney seven. Oh shit, Sydney. Actually, I think Sydney could finish above four. Okay, so Port seven. No, oh, I don't want to put Port seventh, but I think that's where they'll be. Hope I'm wrong, but oh, Giants, I think will be in the top eight. But I want to put North Melbourne in the top eight too. Well, that's just crazy. It's annoying that it's not an even split. Like, if there's 18 teams, it should be 9 and 9. Mm, it's so much harder to play yeah. finals than it used to be. For sure. Read out, sixth, read out our top 8 so sixth far. 6th is who? Alright, I'll put Collingwood 6th. Sydney can be 4th. That feels right. Yeah. And the Giants, although it upsets me, probably will yeah. be top 8. Because they just... They, they always make linger. it somehow, yeah. Alright. Um, Fourth quarter's on. Come on. Come on, Ruth. Come on, Kangas. Ninth? I think the Crows. What? Okay. What about a, a Western Carlton. Australia? Carlton. Carlton. And then Western Australia. Maybe Frio 10th? Frio, yeah. Oh, wait, we haven't done Richmond yet. Richmond could be 11. Yeah. Um, Saints 12. Sure. Hawthorne. No. Crows 13th. Crows 13th. Wait, we haven't done Essendon yet. I think this Crows is too hard. finish above the Saints. I might switch those if that's okay. Okay. Crows 12th. I need to fill my water bottle. 13th? It is really hard. There's so many... Because, yeah, it's between like 6th and 13th are all yeah. very possible top 8 <laughs> contenders. Yeah. Essendon 14th. That feels way too low. But we haven't done West Coast as 15th. Seems really unlikely. I think West Coast could be last, if you ask me. Whoa. Um, I feel like either Essendon, Essendon either need to, we need to either put them in the top eight or we say they're going to be like the Saints of two years ago where it's like, they get, they play, did they play final? Or yeah. it was like, it was like they what we just one. described. Where we were like, there was a lot of upwards momo- momentum and they came back and they were like, shit. So. What about Gold Coast? Yeah, so what we've got left is Gold Coast, Hawthorne and North. Let's put Hawthorne last. Let's put Hawthorne last. And let's move North Melbourne into eight. No! That was shocking. He just ran, I can't, I think it's Taryn Thomas, just like ran the length of the, um, what do you call it? The wing. Like bounce, bounce, bounce to his heart's desire. It just like looks like he got tired and like did the shittest kick to no one. <laughs> Do you know who's a legend? Davies Zuniak. Yeah. And also Jai Simpkin, Lizard Boy. Oh, Jai Simpkin, Lizard Boy is... Oh, oh. Stevenson. Oh, no, it was a great, great pass. Is Ben Cunnington playing? Mm, I don't think so. Is he playing, like, generally? Toddy Goldstein. Toddy Goldstein is single-handedly keeping... His... Oh, David Broden. Yeah, he's a little sweetheart cherry pie. Jai Simpkin seems, of all the coaches, I think I like Jai Simpkin the most. Jai Simpkin is a player. Oh, I meant captains. <laughs> Isn't Jack Zeeble the captain or has he been I thought stripped? they, I think they, I think they, they're um, like rebranding. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you know, I actually like it when captains are like, okay, I'm going to give it four or five years and then I'm going to let someone, like fucking Joel Selwood, most selfish player, because he's like been captain for what, 10 years, but he just wants the record. But it's like, you need some fresh fucking energy rather than these bloody dinosaurs. But I thought the players voted for who the captain was. Well, it's, yeah, it's because him and his bloody fellow grandpas voting for each other. It's like the golf club president. Yeah, okay. I see what you mean. And, uh, but, 
was Jarsimkin offered captaincy to keep him at the club? Um, I don't. Well, he was. I think he was co-captain last year, and okay. now maybe they dropped the. I. To be fair, I am completely talking out my ass. All of this could be wrong. Um, I'm pro Jack Zebel. No, I love Jack Zebel. That's what I mean. North has so many likable so, players. Yeah, he never gives up. Alright, Gold Coast seventeen. One point in it. Oh, no. Oh, fuck like, you, Chad Wingard. Name a good character on the Hawthorne Oh, my team. God. God oh, damn no, it. That's so annoying. From a stupid free that he played for. Should we put Richmond 16? Swap North Melbourne to 11? Yeah. Yeah. That was good. This is maybe this is more of like a vibe. Like this is like an affirmation. Yeah. It's manifesting. That's what um all the YouTube girlies do. Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking dropped it. Oh, do you know what? I thought it was a nice touch. So you know how Michael Voss had his first game as Carlton coach? Yes. He was drinking like a can of Coke, which is famously what Kim Hinkley does. He's his protege. But not zero. Well, some, sometimes Ken has full Coke. And that's where they've parted ways. <laughs> sometimes Ken has full Coke. Does he? Yeah. Sometimes he has one of each. But anyway, I just thought, I was like, that's such a nice, it's an homage to his, you know, it, it's a subtle Sometimes homage. It's a Coke. <laughs> Do you remember Cherry Coke and Lemon yeah, Coke? Yeah, that was crazy. It was like, they brought out Cherry, Lemon and Vanilla all at the same time, and then, like, Vanilla was the one that stuck. Who's this? Who's this? Um, McDonald, I think. Yeah. I love when you, like, become a new fan of a new team, because you, like, get to learn all the names. Who's like, this little guy? What's I love supporting the <laughs> I love being blank blue. Oh, oh, oh. that bag looks good. What? Are, no, the bag is that's Carlton. Pardon? The the Carlton fans refer to themselves as the baggers. Oh no, I said best bag. No, I know, but I said go the bluey baggers because oh. I thought that's what the, the North thing was. But I can't remember what it is. I don't know what it is either. Someone. The shin boners. The shin boners. That's it. Love being a shin boner. No, it's so funny it's how so, so easy many of the clubs still like just because I was in Melbourne last year. I mean, last year, last oh, week fuck. for the first time in years. No, oh, Chad Wingard's got. Oh two. fuck! Fuck! I. Sorry. Oh, he can't be. The oh, story. he so... can't be the story. Oh, I hate it when people fucking say how good he is because he's so. No, this is the worst this could possibly have gone. <laughs> Fuck you, Chadwick God. Have you been ruining my life for fucking ten years now? <laughs> oh yeah, I was in Melbourne last weekend, which was very disappointing that I missed the football. Yeah. So close. But it is funny that you know North Melbourne, like where the shin bones of Arden Street, like. I hope it is shin bones. Collingwood as well, like we're like the lower working class team, and it's like those yeah. areas are so gentrified. Yeah, yeah. And so expensive, and inaccessible to anyone who actually yeah embodies those traditional and do you know what sorry tropes. to bring it back to port that is what makes port so good is <laughs> because port adelaide still is what everyone thinks port adelaide is you know yeah yeah I it's mean, like maybe they, not they, the actual port itself as no, much anymore the, yeah, but like, but like the, the, the surrounding yeah suburbs, the, the sure. culture of port adelaide is like very much still the you know albin and crowd vibes yeah Congratulations, oh, Port. Sucks. You've stayed poor for a <laughs> hundred years. Well done. Yeager Amira looks like Jimmy from The Bachelor. Saying yeah, like Ken he's got bars. a horrible... He just looks like a spammy bastard. Yeah. A young liberal. For sure. Oh, we've got a new premiere. Mm. 
exciting. Congrats, Peter. Who's famously an average... Maybe we could get him on the pod as a, you know... He, he might want he's to... He's lives, he lives up my street. On Drayton Street, yep. Well, not up my street. Pretty far up my street, but... <laughs> I'm in his electorate. Um, and he's famously loves to present himself as, like, an everyman who loves to kick the footy, so... Yeah. Plays C's for the Adelaide Uni Blacks, I believe. Oh, yeah. So we could, you know, maybe he could be a guest, a guest host. We could, well, we, could, uh, we could, we could use him to bring about structural change. Yeah. Structural change. <laughs> and that's why you're not involved. <laughs> um, well, there's a park opposite his house oh, that really? I used to go to with my cup of tea and read because it was like 50 meters from my house. That's nice. Um, and I wonder if he's we had any of the methodic break-ins that you had. He's got very high fences. Yeah, that makes sense. So I don't think so. It's crazy that, like, it's kind of pretty... If you think about... Like, imagine if this was the 60s, how many people were getting assassinated. You just wouldn't know... You couldn't know the exact address of where the new Premier lived. You might get shot. Probably was in the white pages. True. Mm. My dad used to put his name in incorrectly so people couldn't contact him. <laughs> like, your dad answer? is the Unabomber, honestly. <laughs> Great tackle. I think it was mostly... Um, like after hours client calls from right. um, yeah. people having issues with their dogs and cats from his veterinary days mm-hmm. but it was just funny because you know you're not that high profile you know <laughs> Jane Stevenson can keep him in it there's 12 minutes to go there's two goals in it it's very doable I've never seen Jane Stevenson line up for a goal without readjusting his underwear first mm-hmm. maybe it's a superstitious thing have you seen Rafa Nadal's? I think what it was was a superstitious thing was that he used to not wear underwear like throughout oh, his career. Oh, that's a shit kick. And then when obviously he's being nationally broadcast, he decided I should start wearing right. underwear in case I get dapped in a tackle. So now, or just as a little prank from a team. Yeah. So is it that they're uncomfortable? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> someone dapped someone for fun. As like a psych out like on your direct opponent, you just act. Oh fuck! It just um, looks so easy. For, like co- kangaroos have got a lot of the play down in their fifty, but they can't convert. And then Hawthorne are just like, bing bang boom, down we go to our fifty. Yeah, and there's, the, a, there's some there's always someone open in the fifty. That was 50 how I felt mark. watching parts of the Essendon game. Whenever they had the, mm. they were winning parts of the it quarter, but so they never hard, converted. Yeah. And then John would just take it back, straight down, bada bing, bada boom. Mm. Handy point that. It was a miss, but now they're 13 points up rather than 12. Um, you know he had a great game I last do night. love North and I wish them well. I don't. It's not nice to see any team suffer so convincingly for so long, yeah. except Gold Coast. If you think like, you know, Hawthorne have maybe been shit for like a couple years. North have been shit for a lot longer than that. And Hawthorne also have been historically so unlikable. So it's like... No one wants... If, if, if one of those two teams is going to get better, like, no one wants it to be Hawthorne. Yeah. Not at all. What did you think... I know we spoke about it briefly when we had dinner the other night, but the Luke Beveridge thing... I didn't mind I it. I didn't care, yeah. I was like, good for you. All right. North gets a goal. North gets a goal. I thought good for you, especially because it's, like, the quality of media in the AFL. It's... AFL.com.au is the equivalent of... Buzzfeed in my mind. Yeah, I think what people, a lot of people were um, like criticizing him for was that the story, like they were talking about like gutter journalism. Yeah. But I think the story that Bevo was actually referencing was like a very legitimate story and like the leaks, like it's it's a problem within Bulldogs because someone's leaking it to him. So for that part, I get it. But I just, 
Yeah. Like, ultimately, well, it's like calling out. What he was saying was that there's like, it's not, um, you know, written that you have to do it, but the expectation is that journalists, when they're going to publish something that's been leaked, will yeah. notify the club, not to say, I'm not going to do it or try and yeah, convince me out of it. Coming. Just to yeah. say, look, I'm doing this. But what I really so just didn't there. like about it was um, the whole, like, I can't really figure out how to articulate this thought, but I don't know if anyone's listening to Red the Boys Club, but there's this whole thing of, like, you do not criticise the AFL. And that's why, like, the guy who wrote the Boys Club was, like, completely exiled from AFL media because he, like, questioned them. Mm. And so this whole thing of, like, Bevo, oh, my God, how dare you criticise the AFL journalist who's, like, who's, you know, someone who's closely tied with the AFL. And then the way that people just, like, swarmed on him for that. Um... But then also then like the weird added element of like Tom Morris getting kind of that all of that stuff coming out about him the next day like it just feels like something really ugly is going on there and that's why I was kind of just like it's a fucking first day back of the season is this really what the whole year's gonna be like like obviously those two things are unrelated as far as we know oh. but it was so bizarre that they still made Luke Beveridge apologise to this now exposed yeah and also bigot like, every single every single AFL TV show radio station whatever was like oh unacceptable like you just can't have that blah 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 bevo 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 not one of them said anything about Tom Morris and it's like that really shows like who you care about calling out yeah. do you know what I mean like oh I thought that was a smother oh fuck this Hawthorne just got a goal. Boo! You suck! I like... He looks nice though, does that? I mean, when I say he looks nice, he just looks hot. <laughs> I like... It's pretty privileged, um, like, I assume that you're... Is his name Jaff? Jaff. 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 He's a very exciting player to he's, watch. His first darting around especially was incredible. Yeah. Also, he's so muscly. Like, yeah. I feel like when they do the zoomed out shots, I can still see the bulge of his leg mm. muscle. Mm. Finn McGuinness. Do you reckon he's Irish? Could well be. That's a crazy way to spell McGuinness. Finn, finish McGuinness, would ya? I gotta, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get back home. Come on, boys. McDonald charging <gasps> forward. Oh, oh, speak of the devil. Horn Francis and Gia. Yeah, yeah. Are you saying or foot? Yeah. Yeah. Like giant, but but with a, without the N and with an N. I guess. Okay. I just need to know what how words are spelled. It's J I A T H. Okay, so giant begins with a G. Right. Well, that's oh. why I, that's why I was unsure. Oh. I've tried to turn off. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not to do me. I'm not. I'm not getting caught up in this. Seven or eight minutes left. This is very um, reminiscent of the Port game last night. Brisbane is crazy in the sense that it just must be so bloody muggy up there. It's like oh, playing fuck. wet weather football, but without any of the like. Um, what are they called? That's what I'm looking for. Um, benefits. No, but like the expect the validation like. Oh, what is the word you're looking for? Yeah, like the, it's not considered that way. You don't get any of the sort of sympathies that you Act would if you were yeah. actually playing in the wet. What is the word? Without any of the... Oh, great mark from McDonald. You know, I know him. He's popping up everywhere. Come on, Horn Francis. <gasps> he's there. He's lurking. He's lurking for a crumb, for a crumb. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. That might be the game. Uh, 
That was a bit of a it, it, it didn't hit it right. It, didn't it might it right. be a draw. I'd love it to be a draw. So what do we where do we land on the are you doing wordle right now? Yeah, I saw it up on yours and I got jealous. Oh. What do we land on the final letter? Oh, all grey, that hurts. Um the final letter No, all grey's good because it rules heaps out. Yeah, I suppose. Um Geelong, Melbourne, Bulldog, Sydney. That's topple. Mm-hmm. That feels right. Mm-hmm. Then we've got in five to eight. We have Brisbane, Collingwood, Port, Giants. I would say Collingwood's <laughs> not fucking good in top eight. I kind of feel that way about Port a little bit because I think for your injuries already. You, and you want to put Collingwood and not Port in the top eight? No, either they're both in there or neither of them. No, no, they're both staying. I know it's gonna be bad because yet. this is our manifestation ladder. So of course we're putting both our teams. Right. In top okay. Eight. Sorry, I forgot. It's manifestation ladder. It's half logic, half manifestation. Get him. Oh. It's how we tip. Half the heart, half yeah. the head. Tom um, McDonald again. He's actually everywhere. What is his role supposed to be? Because he's doing everyone else's. I think Port might just miss out depending on how their sort of what, B what, list goes. That's so mean. Well, we had our B list for most of last year and it was fine. Yeah, it was. But I also am not the authority on this, so don't, it's fine, don't get to it. Why do I keep going? Then we have... From 9th to 18th, I'll just run through these. Okay. Um, and also the other reason I say maybe not what I list because a few of these people sound really good. Yeah. And you know, Collingwood, I don't honestly have any idea. Uh, Carlton, Frio, North, Crows, Saints, Essendon, West Coast, <laughs> Richmond, Gold Coast. But it's, that is I a manifestation ladder if I've ever heard it. I think we'll probably be up a bit higher. But yeah, Essendon will be higher. I feel good about Hawthorne being 18. <laughs> Especially after this shop performance. <laughs> and how enraged it's made me. And North are finishing five spots above them, even though they may well lose against yeah. <laughs> Hawthorne today. Fuck, I hate Hawthorne. This is really bringing back like some serious trauma for me from the 2014 prelim and that era of just like how smug every Hawthorne supporter was. You forget that like Richmond supporters didn't start... Richmond supporters aren't the first supporters to be like that. Hawthorne supporters were like that. For a good 10 yeah, years. they were horrible. You know, like, Do you know what? Good effort from North. It's not over. I know, but it, like I'm doing that thing where you, I'm protecting myself. It's two goals in four minutes. It's very doable. I know, but see, this is what I do for the teams that you support. It's like this was saying at the pub last night, like because Port were like four goals ahead in the third quarter, and I get more anxious when they're ahead because I'm anticipating the embarrassment of when the comeback happens. Yeah. So it's like the further well, you've got ahead, something to lose. The further ahead you get, the more it's like, oh god, it would be really shit to lose from here. Yeah. So it's like when they're like when North are in this position, like similar to where Port were last night, like it's like that's a comfortable place for me. Motherfucker, Hawthorne's got another goal. Wow, I'm feeling I'm I'm actually shocked by how many negative emotions are being stirred in me. I didn't expect to have a visceral reaction to this like I am. You're telling me the only vowels in E. Can I give you a hint? Or do you not want a hint? No, not yet. I've still got two guesses. Okay. I got a, a five. So I've got all the. Oh no, I've got. I've got four letters. All in the wrong order. You'll get there, you'll figure it out. Oh. Yeah, I got it. Nice. Thanks. Great. Sorry for doing that in this moment. That's kind of sore on your phone. <laughs> I got excited. Tom McDonald again. I mean, I don't think he's named Tom. But there is a it Tom. It feels good. Well, that's because the Melbourne players, Tom McDonald. Oh, okay, yeah. Who's randomly was playing defence the other night. 
Wah wah wah? I know. Doggy doggy wah? <laughs> Maybe they're trying to like figure out a way to play him and Ben Brown and make it make sense. Yeah. Or I guess as well they just... No, Jake Lever's out. Is that oh, why? Oh, you're right. You're right. But that Tomlinson guy is bad. Oh, Paul Hunter possession is just... Yeah, it's getting to be a bit of a blowout here. It's, it's near on impossible. Well, they're definitely not going to win from here, but I just hope they don't. They keep it within 20 points. Because it doesn't, it's not, if Hawthorne win by more than 20 points, it's not actually reflective of the game, you know? Yeah, I agree. Except Kangaroos do just look pretty tired. Whoa! Okay, that was, that was crazy a really mark. good mark. Oh, he's landed really well. Oh, shit, weird I think he's concussed. <gasps> on a oh my god, I was, uh, my actually heart stopped there that he was like, had snapped his neck. Yeah, the way he land sometimes. And he just like, so. didn't move. Maybe he was momentarily not, oh, I guess he didn't flick his hair like that if he was feeling dizzy. Oh, he's really flicking his hair. He looks like I think charming. his name's Jai, which is unfortunate. He does look like a Jai. Jai Simpkins is the only one who's breaking the mould of what you expect G- from a Jai. But he's also J-I-J-A-I, I think. Whereas Jai Simpkins, J-Y. Yeah. Which make, which is clearly the, the, the uh, differential. Superior. Yeah. yeah. Ah, he's hit the post. He hit both posts. That was cool. That headband's not working for him, he's flicking his hair every 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, Collingwood now have uniform headbands, you may have noticed. Yeah. In the game, the thicker style, more of a, I'm doing my skincare routine. Juan Francis, oh look at him. Wow, he doesn't even look like he's tired. He's, he's, oh. Jack Gunston. Oh, Larky, he's really cranky. He's upset. I'd be upset too, they, I think, because they, they, really they could have won sniff. this. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Mm. You don't deserve, none of you deserve this happiness. I hate the Sam Mitchell narrative. Yeah, except the GS, who looks so happy. And Finn, and Finn McGuinness, <laughs> just because he's like really hot. <laughs> so many blondes. But also somehow so many brunettes at the same time. <laughs> okay, Finn McGuinness, let's pause there. Finn McGuinness and Giaf hugging. Yeah. And we'll, we'll pretend that's all there is. And I like Tom Phillips, the Collingwood expat. Right, who who was subbed off injured, wasn't he? He subbed on. Oh, he subbed on. Yeah. All right, well, I guess that's that's us back. Woo! Woo, indeed. Anything else happened in the off-season that we should know about? Oh. Uh, we no longer live together. Yeah, we no longer live together. This is our first um, recording in our new space, so let's hear how the acoustics are when we uh, wrap this up. Hope it's been a pleasant listening experience for you at home or in your car or wherever you are. Mm-hmm. I've got nothing really else to say. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit what flat. What an interesting collection of items you have stored under your stairs. <laughs> a sports kit, a mop, and a picnic basket. We just don't have any other It's like something for every mood. <laughs> and it, it's like your Sunday kit. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, I've just got no rest to store it. Oh, well, it's good to be back. It actually is good to be back, I'm just fucking flat after that result. James Sicily, another very unlikable young man. They're talking like they just won the granny. I'm, I'm and as if they had more than 10,000 people at the game. And as also as if they weren't playing North. Like, as much as I love them and they're my favourite team, like, <laughs> they are expected to finish last, so you haven't, you know, changed the fucking world. Anyway, I'm happy to leave it there because I've, I'm, they keep showing Chad Wingard and it's only riling me up more and more. Just before we do, you're sort of, well, you are 
not sort of very much so the more organized and behind the scenes worker of this podcast uh-huh. both the brains and the beauty in this <laughs> um did you have any segments you wanted to i didn't and you know what i said last night to james i was like fuck i haven't prepared anything for the pod and he was like, well, no, I just wrote it's good to not be prepared. And I was like, well, someone needs to be prepared. <laughs> like, if you've got two people who are prepared, it doesn't work. If you've got one person who's, you know, roofing off the prepared person, then it's great. I have a bone to kick. Okay, cool, go for it. Footy's back. And you hate that? I've heard it at oh. some stage in all of the last three seasons. The phrase footy's back. At what point back. is footy truly back? And can we ever know? Well, it never goes, does it? You know or it's what? just like two teams will score over a hundred and the content's like, footy's back. Yeah, right. Footy's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, back to what? Oh, that's You've like, never defined what we're, in the, what we're doing. In the first half of this game, a Hawthorne player like laid a, you know, like a hard tackle on a Kangaroos player and like one of the commentators was like, that is everything that's good about our game. And we were like, that's everything that's good about the game? It's like that one tackle that it didn't even get holding the ball for? <laughs> there was a tweet that I saw that I thought was really funny because like obviously, um... Buddy had his like they had so much, so much hype. He was never gonna kick five. He was never gonna kick five. So much fucking hype and build up around the you know getting the thousand goals. At this rate, like he's not gonna kick the thousand for like five six weeks. Um, And I read I saw this funny funny tweet yesterday. I think you'll find it funny. Lance Franklin will kick his one thousandth goal today, and Dwayne Russell is going to scream something like, "He was buddy great before. He's a buddy legend now, and we'll have to hear it five times a week for the rest of our lives." <laughs> I was like, "That's so true." Like they think they're saying the most profound shit, and it's just like become so inane. Actually, there is going to be a huge amount of prep. I, I imagine. Do you think each commentator has pre-prepared? There, yes. Um, in case there could be any of them, could be any of them. But they all just scream. <laughs> over the top. Oh my god, it's gonna be like yeah. Someone was saying um, like next week Sydney are playing Geelong at SCG, so that would be like a really good place for it to happen, which I yeah. agree with. But yeah, anyway. I would love for it to happen at the SCG. Yeah, because apparently, apparently he's requested Frank Sinatra's "My Way" to be, to come on over the speakers when he kicks it. What? Wait, sing it for me. I did it my way. It's like when Don and Peggy slow dance in the season seven. Yeah, okay. That song, yeah. Of Madden. It's not. It's not. It's crazy. At all what I would have no. picked from Lance Frank. It's crazy. But and they're like. What well, would you choose as your song? My thousand goals song. I I want to think about that question. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that back next week. Maybe I we can, to maybe we can do more of a banger than um. Yeah. Than the Frank Sinatra one. Maybe we should, um, we'll just, our segment will be, what would be your song for your thousandth goal? Okay. And give it some real thought. I'll try. And I'll, I'll try too. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Because you've got to go and do your homework. Mm-hmm. And is that, I don't know if that's why you're extending this out, but I have a feeling it might. Not at all, not at all. <laughs> okay, well thanks for listening, um, all y'all out there. Good to be back. Podcast back. Podcast back. Please back. Podcast, Podcast back. <laughs> um, like, subscribe, or share with your friends. Share with us your song that you would have play it for your one thousandth goal. Yeah. And perhaps why? Yes. Great. Because I'd love to get to know you all more. <laughs> okay. On that lovely note, we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.